It's time for Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright. Have you ever wondered if there's more to life than you're currently living? Then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Every week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life. Guests will come from many different backgrounds, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. Every show is a dose of inspiration. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And now, here's your host, Brian K. Wright. Hello and welcome to Success Profiles Radio. I'm your host, Brian K. Wright, and it is a pleasure to be with you here today. I'm honored that you chose to spend part of your day with me here, and this is going to be an amazing show. I'll be introducing my guest shortly, and I promise this will be a fun and informative hour. It will be terrific. I do want to take a minute or two to share some things I've been learning and thinking about lately, and I will do this every single week. My class reunion was this weekend, and while I didn't get to go this time, it was still a great opportunity to reflect on my life and how how things have definitely changed since then. As we think about some of the things we were so concerned with when we were kids, and those things were the biggest problems we ever had to deal with up at that point, just know that we're never given more than we can handle at any particular time. Bigger obstacles means that we've definitely grown, and that's something to celebrate. Reflecting on the past is a healthy thing to do once in a while. The trap is when we stay there and dwell on it. There's a difference between reflecting on the past and living there. Use reflection to remind yourself of where you've been and how far you've come. Let it serve a constructive purpose for you and then move on toward what is ahead. And most of all, be thankful for all you've been through. Only then can it really serve you in the most constructive manner. With all this in mind, I do want to introduce my guest, and my guest this week is Tom Oliver. Let me tell you a little bit about him. He's a show. He was on a few months ago. Tom Oliver is a business leader, a global social entrepreneur, a philanthropist, and visionary who has worked with some of the world's leading figures, including the Dalai Lama and Desmond Tutu, as well as CEOs of several Fortune 500 companies. He's also the founder and chair of the Global Leadership Circle at the Manchester Business School in the UK and founder and CEO of the World Peace Foundation, which Desmond Tutu has called the most influential peace gathering in history. Tom is also a member of the Club of Budapest. He's an artist and a singer and a songwriter, and he's an avid outdoorsman. He's a man who's proven in his own life that nothing is impossible, and that is the title of his book, Nothing is Impossible. In his book, Tom addresses the excuses and distractions we all encounter he validates their existence, and then he provides not just reasons for moving past them, but also the tools for which to do so, empowering us to believe viscerally that nothing is impossible and to act accordingly. In short, the book is a step-by-step guide to altering stagnant reality and replacing it with kinetic pursuit of real goals and dreams. We will talk about all of this and so much more in today's show. And with all that in mind, here is my very special guest, Tom Oliver. Tom, how are you? Fantastic, Brian. I just came back from Dubai. And, you know, Dubai, 20 years ago, there was nothing there. It was a desert. And it really reminded me of that virtually nothing is impossible if we have a clear vision of what we want to accomplish and go for it and put all our passion behind it. So I'm so glad to be here with you today and our audience. And we're going to have so much fun as we remind ourselves that nothing is impossible. That is fantastic. And I'll tell you what, I, that's one of the places I would love to visit someday is Dubai. I, I know that it is growing 
so rapidly. It's home to some of the finest hotels and resorts in the world. It's home to some of the finest golf resorts in the world. I mean, there's just everything going on there, huh? Uh, absolutely. And it's mind-blowing how they created all of this from scratch. And it's, you know, it, it's, it's, br- it's brand new. Again, nothing is older than 20 years. Most of the hotels, my hotel, was uh, just six months old. And I was uh, invited by a corporate client of mine to give a keynote to their leadership and global CEOs um, about uh, inspiration and original out-of-the-box thinking and the true secrets behind creativity and innovation. And very specifically, what global brand titans like Google and Apple have done so well to come out at the top of the game and consistently produce innovation at the highest level. So it was a true honor and privilege for me to be there and share that with the global audience. That's great. Well, let me ask you, as long as you brought that up, how is it, I mean, a lot of my audience members are business owners or people who are interested in personal development or success or bettering themselves and their business. How is it that companies like Google and Apple have differentiated themselves so skillfully in the marketplace. I mean, both of those are huge, huge companies. So I imagine they spent a lot of money to do it. But how, how is it that, that they do this? Um, well, Brian, I think we could easily fill a whole, show, a whole sure. show with this. It's one of my focus topics. But let me try to put it in a nutshell. Sure. Um, cre- uh, creativity and innovation are not linear processes. And most businesses think that creativity and innovation is a linear process. But again, these are not linear processes. So you have to really understand the secrets behind creativity and innovation and how to produce breakthrough ideas and results and how to create the kind of products and services that really have a mass global appeal. And I obviously do that in my consulting business um, with my Nothing is Impossible Leadership Institute based out of New York. I teach this to global self-made entrepreneurs, global CEOs, and so on. Because you're completely right. Why do Apple and Google finish at the top number one and two spot of the best global brands this year? Excellent question. And my short answer is because they've really understood the secrets behind creativity innovation. And they have understood to attract the best talent and the best people, and to keep uh, those people and keep that talent. Because you know what? The best people are not attracted by the best pay anymore. They want to work for the best global corporate citizens. So you got to build a better company to ensure its long-term success. Otherwise, your employees, your best employees will leave you, and ultimately, your consumers as well. So keeping people happy really is the key to it all then. Well, yeah, not happy, yes. It's, it's part of it. But it's more that you clearly define your vision and mission and that you clearly define what your place is in the corporate world and why that matters not only for today but for the years to come. And then people have to be able to clearly identify with that vision. You know, Brian, I come from an artistic background. So everything yes. I created, which, again, thanks for the wonderful introduction, But everything really comes out of my passion for the arts, for music, for creativity. And um, my my energy really uh, stems from that as well. So um, when a rock star goes out on stage and is in front of thousands of people, he has to tune into an inner vision of what he wants to get across. Otherwise, let's face it, it's going to be a pretty dry performance. 
right? Mm-hmm. So we've all been to these concerts where, you know, it's just magical. We go back home and we're excited to have been there. And it was a truly uplifting experience that transcended boundaries. Well, how do rock stars do it? They get out on stage and then they tune into an inner vision of what they want to accomplish, what they want to get across, something they want to convey. This could be a message. This could be a vision. This could be a story. And then they have to convey this first to their band members. Now, in my analogy, the rock star going out on stage, the band leader would be the CEO or leader of a company. And the band members would really be the employees. And then at some point, if the leader of a company does that successfully, the whole band moves in harmony. They move as one. Friction is minimized. Collaboration occurs at its highest level. And then they're able to truly create something that is greater than the sum of its parts. We call that jamming in music. And the right. best results happen. Right. And, the, you know, all musicians know that's when the best results happen. That's when the magic is produced. That's how you produce great songs. And that's, believe it or not, in any company, that's how you produce great results and breakthrough innovation. And Google and Apple have mastered this and have got this down to a T. And if you've ever visited the Google campus in Silicon Valley in California, it's mind-blowing. It looks like a theme park, amusement park, whatever. I mean, fantastic, five-star hotel, you name it. Massages, free lab pools, gyms, meditation classes, arcade games, ping pong tables, pool tables, the whole shebang. It's mind-blowing. Why? Why? Because they get people into a different space, into a different mental climate by giving them a chance to take their minds off the problem at hand. Because our minds are most creative, Brian, when we do not consciously think about the problem. Yeah. And do you find that when these brands create an interactive component, it really draws the audience in to participate into that vision and that that helps? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, when we look at Google and Apple, they're very different, um, but they have applied the same principles. However, Google has been able to apply the same principles with regard to attracting the best employees. So it's really an almost inward-facing um, procedure and mechanism they've, they've put into practice. And then Apple has managed to do this with regard to its consumers. So when a new product comes out, you see uh, famous designer Sir Jonathan Ivey in front of a, a white uh, background. And he talks about the new iPhone or the new whatever. And it's almost as if he's talking about a newborn baby. It's incredible. It's so genuine. It's passionate. And this is why people have been able, consumers have been able to buy into Apple's vision. And this is why consumers camp outside of uh, the Apple stores when a new iPhone comes out. And some sleep overnight, almost as if they're waiting for a U2 rock concert. And that makes a rock star brand of today. That is Absolutely amazing. I mean, I do not own an iPhone, but when I hear about them releasing a new product and people camping outside for hours or even days, like you talk about, I, I think to myself, oh, why? How is it really that? Is it really that fantastic? Can't it's, I just wait until yeah. it comes out and wait for the price to come down a little bit? I mean, I don't know, but they've done a very great job of creating an identity, a brand, and and their innovation is is world class. Absolutely. 
We are coming up against our very first break, and my very special guest this week is Tom Oliver. He is the author of the book, Nothing is Impossible, and it's really a fantastic book. This is Tom's second appearance on my show, and we talked about a lot of things in the book before, and we're going to dive into some more topics that we did not get to the first time. And uh, this first segment was a very pleasant surprise. We got to talk about some things that uh, I wasn't necessarily planning on, but that's the beautiful thing about live radio and, and the whole spontaneity of it all, then that's the whole joy of having an actual conversation with a guest. So we did talk about branding and, and creativity and innovation and, and having an interactive component to what you're doing in your business to involve your audience to help them buy into what you're doing. We will be right back after the break. This is Success Profiles Radio. is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Did you know you can quickly grow your business online and offline for free? SmartGuy.com is one of the fastest growing business networks in the world. Managing over 600 city business networks from Los Angeles, California to the country of Bahrain. In just a minute or two, you can add your business and be quickly listed in their global business directory, local business networks, and get a free web page that can actually rank on top of major search engines in as little as one to two weeks. No kidding. Simply go to www.smartguy.com. Fill out your company information and you're set. So add your business for free and find out why everyone loves a smart guy. Smartguy.com. Solovey, we think a person's voice is the most powerful form of marketing, so that's what we want to invest in. While other companies spend billions on traditional marketing, we reward you for sharing Solovey with your connections. We began with a simple idea. A single relationship has the power to make life better for many people. We took this idea and turned it into a company that can make commerce less expensive and even profitable for everyone. We started with mobile phone service because it's something all of us already use and it's the technology connecting us every day. We put you in charge of what you pay for mobile service. And simply making the switch to Solovey is the first step to spending less. $49 a month for unlimited voice, text, and data. But it gets even better. You can earn money just for sharing Solovey with others. As your network of connections grows, both through your actions and the actions of each person who joins because of you, you can quickly be paying nothing for your mobile service and even make a profit every month. Visit us online at www.social-commerce-now.com to learn more and join the Solovey revolution. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. We're back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Tom Oliver, author of the excellent book, 
nothing is impossible. And if you want to link up with me, just as a side note, you can find me on Facebook. Uh, you can find my page Success Profiles Radio. You can download and subscribe to Success Profiles Radio for free on iTunes. Leave a review. It'll really help out the show a lot. And if you want to find me on Twitter, you can go to at Mr. Brian K. Wright. So here we are. And uh, let's talk about your book, Nothing's Impossible, Tom. Let's talk about sure. what some of the top, some of the top themes or some of the, the most uh, uh, dynamic topics in your book. What is it that you wanted to get across? Well, you know, um, it's, first of all, it's all about finding your destination. And I have seen in my personal work and interacting with uh, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and, and uh, philanthropists or leading world-famous artists, um, a lot of people have difficulty in finding what they're truly passionate about, in really finding what motivates them, what drives them, what makes them get out of bed in the morning. Uh, in a recent survey, 71% of the American workforce was actually unhappy uh, with their current jobs. 71%. I mean, that's huge. It's outrageous. So no wonder we feel uh, disillusioned and drained at some point. So the first step in my book, Seven Steps, the first step is all about defining your destination, how to find your ideal in all areas of your life, and what you can learn from people like creative artists to find your true passion and set the goals that really work and accomplish everything you've ever dreamed of. So that's step one. Yeah, that's um, wonderful. Go ahead. Yeah, and then uh, step two leads us to really embracing your Self And what does that mean? It means to be one with your energy on a deeper level. But it also means how can you actually turn your seemingly greatest weaknesses into your greatest assets and strengths? And that's something that in my interaction with a lot of the world's leaders and, and you know, not only business leaders, political leaders and others, almost all of them have mastered this. Uh, they have managed to really... Uh, turn their greatest weaknesses into their greatest strengths. And they have applied a few master key principles I talk about in the book, which really propels them to the top of their game. They're not necessarily, as most might think, they're not necessarily the most talented. They don't necessarily have uh, the best education or the most favorable background. No, but they've mastered a few key principles and have applied them consistently over time. And that really sets them apart from the rest because it allows them to fulfill their true potential. And that's what this book is all about. It doesn't matter whether you're an inner city, inner city kid from Detroit, whether you're uh, from Mumbai, whether you're from Berlin, from Africa, or from New York City, or where you're already a global hotshot CEO. It doesn't really matter. Um, this book is for everybody. So the wow. third step is uh, to learn from the masters. What can we learn? What is a secret success formula that the people who are really high achievers in all different areas uh, have applied and continue to apply consistently. What are the golden rules that we can learn from some of these masters? Um, this brings us to step four. It's about harnessing your creative power. I told you in the beginning that I come from the creative arts. Uh, music, writing is my passion. I thrive on that energy and that that power booster I get from the creative arts. And I think that they have something in store for all of us. And even for someone who might not uh, uh, think of him or herself as being particularly creative. 
I think we're all creative geniuses. And I'm just not saying that. I really think that is true. And I talk about how we can access that creative power and harness it to really excel and lead a more fulfilling life in all of its aspects and create what I would call the most fulfilled reality we can experience. Because let's face it, inner peace, success, and well-being is about so much more than financial or professional success. It's about health. It's about spiritual well-being. It's about being surrounded by family and friends, all of these things that are so important. Um, and uh, so my definition of well-being and of wealth uh, in, in my personal dictionary is well-being in all of its forms in all of these areas. Hmm. Okay. So um, step five is about embracing change. Uh, you know, Brian, we all resist change to some degree, and I'm sure all of our listeners have experienced that. We know it's good to go along with change, but we all resist it to some extent. And so step five is all about how can we embrace change to get us to where we want to go. And it's about uh, uh, keeping the right balance in your life. It's about how to create abundance. It's about integrating a healthy portion of laziness into your life. Uh, very, very important ingredient, which, uh, which uh, most of my students at business school have difficulty with at first. And mm -hmm. I grew up in Germany. I was born and raised in Germany before I came to the U.S. And Germans cannot do lazy. So I have had my fair uh, share of experience with uh, laziness. It's difficult for a lot of us, but it's important to produce the real breakthrough successes and vital inspirations that are effortlessly ours. So I talk about embracing change and embracing your own personal definition of laziness. Step six is about overcoming your challenges, overcoming self-doubt, criticism, failure, how to turn failure into victory, and how to remove fear from your dictionary. And the final step, step seven, is about cooperating for success. How can you find the right partners in business and life that really take you to where you want to go and complement you so that you can focus on your unique talents and strengths? And it's also about something I, uh, I'm particularly fond of, which is how to create a worldwide network from scratch. I call it with no big name and no cash because that was me. Starting out, I came from a small village in Germany, didn't know anybody, certainly did not have a trust fund, had enormous difficulties growing up, was a heavy stutterer, um, and had a lot of physical ailments, ailments. And how was I able to transform that into creating one of the best networks in the world? Well, I truly believe if you follow a clear three-step process, anybody can do it. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter where you are. And that concludes step seven. That's fantastic. Well, gosh, there is so much to work with here. In fact, some of these things I actually am planning on asking you anyway. But Good. while we are while we are talking about creativity, and we did talk a little bit about that in the first segment, uh, how do creative people get their best ideas? I mean, you think about uh, really uh, amazing entrepreneurs. You think about musicians and artists, which we've alluded to earlier. How do you think they get their very best ideas, and how can we tap into that? That's an excellent question because, as I said, we all have access to that infinite creativity and that infinite pool of ideas. And I uh, told you in the beginning, I just came back from Dubai and I gave a presentation um, about the art of original thinking and how to really come up with the kind of breakthrough ideas that set you apart and that can be a true game changer 
not only in your personal business, but in your industry. And um, as artists, we call that, uh, musicians at least, we call that the invisible radio. And that means that you literally tune into uh, an invisible realm you cannot really see where you can download some of your best ideas. A lot of musicians call it the invisible radio because, you know, we hear that music all the time and that's where we get our best ideas, our new songs and so on. The first time I heard that definition, I think it was Lionel Richie uh, talking about it and I thought his comment was great. I, you know, I thought it's a fantastic way to describe it, the invisible radio. But mm. what it really means is anybody can pick up on that. We just have to put ourselves into the right frame of mind. And when I was in Dubai, I gave a music performance, a concert as part of my keynote to illustrate that true nature of creativity and how we go about creating something out of nothing, a song out of nothing, or as I did with World Peace Foundation, a worldwide movement out of nothing. It's always the same process. You've got to put yourself into a frame of mind where your mind can go into a kind of free drive where you're really letting yourself go, where you do not think about the problem at hand, you keep your, your focus in the back of your mind in terms of the outcome you want to accomplish, but then you let go and you integrate periods of letting go and free drive into your schedule. And this is really part of the solution. And your mind is most creative when you're not aware of it. So for me, for instance, uh, surfing works perfectly for that. I love mm. to surf. So any day on the water for me is a good day. And I make sure that I integrate a few hours of surfing into my schedule every single week. And that's an absolute must for my assistant. Whenever we're planning my days, wherever I am in the world, it doesn't matter. Even if I'm jet lagged, I have to get out on the water. So, um, they, obviously not everybody is a surfer, but this is why, uh, Google um, at the Google campus in Silicon Valley, they have the pool tables, the arcade video games, the massages, the meditation classes, the lap uh, pools for people to swim, the gyms and everything. So people can just take their mind off the problem at hand and then go back to work and see the solutions in a new light. Meditation yeah. also very important. But as I say in the book, Brian, Anything can be a meditation. Surfing can be a meditation. Playing a video game could be a meditation. You have to find out what works for you. And basically what you're saying is it's all about removing all the extraneous noise from our minds. Oh, absolutely. And if you look at some of the uh, breakthrough inspirations that uh, people from all different areas um, have received and how they have received them, James Cameron, for instance, he, uh, he w had a dream about the movie Terminator when he was 30 and broke. And, you know, we all know by now Terminator was his great breakthrough success. And now James Cameron is, uh, if not the richest man in Hollywood, probably one of the richest men in Hollywood. Um, uh, another uh, great Hollywood uh, producer and fantastic creative mind, George Lucas, had the idea for the name Luke Skywalker in the Star Wars series while he was driving on the L.A. freeway. Mm. Because then his mind was going to a free drive. He, would, he was looking out at the sky, and then suddenly it came to him, Luke Skywalker. This would not have come if he had you know, been sitting in his office and trying to kind of forcefully come up with the name. You have to step back and let the magic happen. That's the That's secret of the creative process. That's great. And we will come right back after the break. This is Success Profiles Radio. Please stay with us. We'll be right back. 
mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Saving Solutions innovative double green plan enables you to switch to energy efficient LEDs and other modern lighting with no upfront cost. Modern LEDs are far more efficient than other types of lighting, but for many businesses, schools, and nonprofit organizations, the reason for sticking with the old inefficient lighting is the cost of replacing them. While an old fashioned incandescent bulb may cost a dollar, LED costs $30 or more, and that's why Energy Saving Solutions has designed our double green plan. Double green allows you to convert to LEDs with no out of pocket cost. We'll pay for your new lights and you'll pay us back with a percentage of your savings. From the very first day that your new LEDs are lighting your life, you'll realize a positive cash flow and you'll be doing something positive for our environment. For a free cost and energy savings analysis, call Joshua May at 888-620-8133, extension 7082, or visit us online at www.energysavingindustry.com. and action plans. How important are they for me to manage? Whether you're an executive, entrepreneur, or maybe you're just someone looking to advance your career and want to be confidently prepared for your future, business and life coach Carmen Carosa can help you remove obstacles and move forward in the right direction. Carmen is known as the real-world coach for a reason. His no-nonsense style along with an innate ability to form connections with people gives you a unique opportunity to see higher and further than ever before. We live and work in an ever-changing, complicated world that can leave us with questions about every decision we make. Join host Carmen Carosa, business and life coach, on Forward Motion. Every Monday at 2 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Eastern, you will realize dreams and aspirations you thought were out of reach. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we're back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Tom Oliver. His book is called Nothing is Impossible. And while I'm thinking about it, Tom, how can we find this book and how can we connect with you? Right. So uh, the book is available through all the uh, traditional and online uh, bookstores. So, you know, from Barnes & Noble to uh, Amazon.com. You can get in touch with me through my website, uh, www.tom.com dash oliver.com you know my name is so common i had to put a dash between it so it's tom dash oliver.com on twitter i am at friends tom friends tom and for anybody who wants to have personal advice or reach out to me uh we've created a very special email which is also in the book which is called nothing is impossible at tom dash oliver.com nothing is impossible at tom dash oliver.com we would love to hear from you that's fantastic so let's continue talking about your excellent book, Nothing is Impossible. And one of the top seven things that you shared earlier in the show had to do with uh, abundance, overcoming, overcoming self-doubt, 
cooperation, learning from the masters, all of these things. And I think abundance is really a, a destination that a lot of people would like, whether they think it's you know financial wealth, whether it's a spiritual wealth, emotional, intellectual wealth. I mean, there are a lot of different levels of abundance that someone can try and attain. So I, I think financial abundance is where people tend to go first. So how is it that you create that so many people are stuck in a scarcity mentality and mm -hmm. uh, a lot of limiting mindsets going on correct. and I, I battle with this myself so correct uh, correct, how, correct. How do, you do that it's a biggie it's a biggie and um but in the end um uh, the solution is um surprisingly obvious if you respect a few steps um mm -hmm. number one i want to take a step back though and i want to look at abundance for a second um, there was a great quote by Barack Obama um, without going into politics, but he said, if, you, uh, if the only goal you set for yourself is to make a buck in this world, you haven't really raised the bar very high. And I agree with that. Um, why? Because I know a lot of um, uh, billionaires uh, who are uh, truly unhappy. So it's not just about the, the finances. Uh, for a lot of us, it's, an, it's a very, very important part of abundance, and I do not disagree. I agree. But we have to define abundance in a new way. As I said before, well-being or abundance, for that matter, really comprises all the different areas. It's spiritual abundance or well-being. Um, it's uh, being with friends and being surrounded by friend, loving friends and family who nurture you, who inspire you, who are there for you when you need them. It's about having a true sense of fulfillment and purpose in your life. A lot of people struggle with that. Even people who are financially very successful um, come to me and ask me, Tom, I don't really know what to do in my life. I don't really know what I'm truly passionate about. I get out of bed every morning. I make a great living. I'm, I'm financially really well off, but I, I'm just so depleted and drained inside because I don't really know what I want to do. I don't really know what my purpose and my passion is. And then we go on a path together and I do help them find out their passion and purpose, which I think is actually quite simple. It's not that complicated, but we grow up and we're conditioned by society, by our parents, by our teachers, by the news, by the media, that we cannot go for what we want. And we cannot have what we really want. And we do not really have all the answers. We got to ask everybody else. So we're conditioned by, uh, and by, by all of these people surrounding us. And as I said, by the news and the media and everything. And we start to believe these limiting beliefs. And we start to adopt these limiting beliefs. So coming back to abundance, number one, I encourage each and every one of our listeners to redefine abundance. What does abundance mean to you personally? And again, raise the bar as high as you can. I actually encourage my readers and also my personal clients, whether they'll be you know, world-famous philanthropists, artists, or um, global CEOs or self-made billionaires, to really define where do you want to be in five or ten years from now? What's the ideal vision if everything went according to plan, there were no limitations that is abundance for me. Create the most fulfilled reality you can experience. Because in the end, if you create financial wealth, but you end up with your life in ruins when it comes to your um, social life or your family and friends or your health, your fitness and so on, and I, I wouldn't really call that very successful, to be totally honest. I don't know. Um, I don't know if you would, but I wouldn't. So no. it's really about redefining abundance. That's step number one. And step number two is, 
and you were talking about it. It's about abundance mentality versus, versus scarcity mentality. I actually include a very, very nice little exercise in the book, which only takes about 30 seconds uh, for our readers to complete right before they're falling off to sleep. Would that be something I could share with our audience, Brian? Sure, absolutely. Great. So before you fall off to sleep, um, and I encourage you to wait, you know, just two to three minutes until, you know, all your worries have floated away and you're not thinking about your day anymore and uh, the daily concerns have uh, uh, been swept aside a little bit. And then you imagine with your eyes closed, uh, right before falling off to sleep, you imagine that there is uh, a, a bowl of money under the ceiling just above you. And then it's filling up with money, whatever currency. Again, obviously, if you're living in the U.S., it's dollars. And then you imagine this overflowing and the whole bowl of money turning over and covering your whole body. You can even imagine this covering the whole room, the whole room filling up with money. And then I want you to stay in that feeling for just a few seconds before you doze off to sleep. Now, some of our listeners might think, yeah, but that's financial abundance again. Well, true, yes and no. I have seen in my personal experience and the experience with my clients that this actually produces a true sense of abundance in all areas of your life and that this reverses the scarcity mentality and turns it into an abundance mentality. And after you've done this for a few days, you can actually feel this after you wake up. You can feel that you wake up with a different mentality, with an abundance mentality versus a scarcity mentality, and you become more immune against the limiting beliefs and the beliefs uh, regarding scarcity that constantly surround us in our world of today. So that's a fun little exercise, very easy to do with tremendously powerful effects afterwards. Um, and, you know, that's something each and every one of us can try before they fall off to sleep. That's wonderful. I love that. I'm, I'm going to try that. <laughs> Fantastic. I definitely try that. It's it that's a fun thing to to imagine, and and money is. And I was having a conversation with a friend of mine earlier uh, about how money really is just a, a tool to get us to where we want. It's not something to be a slave to, but it's something that mm-hmm. can help us. Uh, you know, it lubricates our way through life. It helps us to right. do other things. Right. So that's I, I love that. I love it's, that. It's definitely it's definitely a tool. But then again, obviously. You know, no use denying. It's important. It's very important uh, for us in in the society we live in. It's very important. So we got to make that a priority. Um, If uh, you have a lot of financial difficulty, it usually will impact uh, a lot of other areas in your life. So it is good to put yourself in a state where you can actually attract abundance. But as you said before, you got to work with your mentality. So I encourage my readers and all of our listeners to take 10 or 15 minutes in addition to what I was just explaining and write down some of the limiting beliefs that come into your mind and the positive, constructive beliefs. What do you actually think about money? What do you think about abundance? And we got all these sayings, you know, money doesn't grow on trees and, you know, this and that. I want you to write all of this down and ask yourself, is that really true? Even though I believe it should be true, is that really true? Or could maybe the opposite be true? Could it maybe be easy to, uh, to attract money into my life? Do I have to work so hard? Could it be maybe more with a sense of ease and effortlessness? Whatever it is that you write down, challenge your beliefs. Do not accept them blindly ever in whatever area in your life. Challenge okay. them 
and especially your limiting beliefs. Identify them and then turn your limiting beliefs into more constructive beliefs and repeat them to yourself every day until you've truly replaced every limiting belief with regard to abundance or scarcity with a more constructive one. That's wonderful. Let's move on to our next topic. We talked earlier about how you... Uh, actually, there's a section in this book, which I reviewed uh, a, a day or two ago, about building a huge network of contacts mm-hmm. without having big names and without money. You started with <laughs> literally zero. So for those of us that do want to increase our place uh, in, in life, increase our business, improve the quality of the relationships we have, and you know, the whole idea of mm-hmm. you, know, you are the average of the five people you hang around with most by you know, mm-hmm. Jim Rohn, if you want to raise that average, how do you build a great network of contacts even if you don't have money and don't know where you're going to start? Yeah, fantastic question. And I think it's probably one of the top three questions I'm always being asked anywhere in the world because, again, people know I come from absolutely you know, from nothing. And uh, like most of our listeners, I was not born with a trust fund or a big name or a lot of cash. And to top it all off, English was actually my third language. It was my second foreign language after German, uh, my native language, and then Latin, which I had for six years which added even more difficulty in building up an international network uh, of high-caliber contacts. And I grew up in a small town in Germany. So again, uh, if I can do it, honestly, Brian, anyone can do it. So let me share some of the steps with you. Number one, you got to clearly define your vision. What is it that you want to accomplish? And this vision is really your destination And it's really something that will drive your network. You have to define where is it that you want to go. And when I build up the World Peace Foundation, for instance, and in the end was able to get a global network of supporters around it from uh, um, heads of state to people like the Dalai Lama and and, uh, Hollywood actors and so on and so on, I really went out and sold that vision. But I sold it like an artist going out on stage with passion and enthusiasm you got to put your passion in it. Your passion is your cash. If you don't have the cash, your passion is your cash. I even go so far as to say passion is more important than cash in building up a huge global network, a high-caliber network from scratch. Your passion is your cash. Can you train passion? Yes, you can, just like you can train an instrument. Be inspired by others. Learn from them. Find out what makes people passionate and then instill all that passion into your vision. So when you go out, you're there 100% and you can convey that passion with enthusiasm and excitement. All right. And we will be right back after our final break. My goodness, how quickly this goes. We'll be right back. (laughs) This is Success Profiles Radio. to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Looking for the perfect destination in Costa Rica, Panama, or Thailand? Concerned about the economy and looking for an escape plan? Then you need to go to escapeartist.com and learn how you can live, work, invest, retire, or do business overseas. Escape Artist has the perfect plan for you. Join our 400,000 readers and get your free subscription to Escape from America magazine. Visit www.escapefromamerica.com. 
and create your escape plan right now. and motivation every Friday at noon Eastern Standard Time. Learn how to maximize your mojo and just say no to the status quo. Get inspired and motivated by a fun-loving coach who knows what it's like to get through this thing called life. With your High on Life coach, Audra Irwin, each Friday at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time and 12 noon Eastern. to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we are back. This is our final segment of the show. And my very special guest is Tom Oliver, author of the book, Nothing is Impossible. And we closed out the last segment by beginning a discussion on how you build a huge network of contacts, especially when you don't have money and you don't know anyone that the world perceives as being really, really important. The first mm-hmm. thing he talked about is decide what you want to accomplish. And he also talked about the importance of having passion. So, Tom, what else goes into this? Right. So again, after passion, which is so critical to really get your, your vision across, what, what is it that you want people to be excited about? The stronger your passion and your enthusiasm and the more genuine it is, because again, it's got to be genuine, the more people will respond to you with commitments. It's really as simple as that. You go out, you sell a vision. And you know, let's face it, most people start out with nothing more than a vision, vision exactly as I did. And then you got to put your passion and enthusiasm into it, and you have to be able to communicate that passion clearly to others. They have to feel that passion. When I build up my network, I had to meet a lot of people personally first, and you know they wanted to look me in the eye, they wanted to see is that guy genuine, and they wanted to catch that fire. And then they did and responded with commitments and with, Uh, actions and with, you know, all these things that come that really help you to build that network, but also to get to where you want to be and what you want to accomplish. Um, So again, define your vision clearly enough for yourself and for others. Number two, put all your passion and enthusiasm into it. That is your cash. And then number three, may sound simple, but very difficult for a lot of people to do, reach out. And this gets me to uh, a, a very important topic that is a challenge for most people. I find that especially with highly gifted people and very intelligent, intellectually uh, gifted people and intelligent people who might already be at the top of the game in some areas, they find it extremely hard to reach out when it comes to social interaction. Um, they... It's, it might have to do something with um, the predominance of social media today and email and everything. And we tend to go into social media or email communication much more than natural basic communication. But it's really become a major challenge for a lot of people. So I encourage each and every one of my readers and of our listeners today to do 
the following daily practice, which I still do every day. I push myself and my clients to reach out to one person you would usually not reach out and talk to that one person. You could be queuing up in line for groceries. You could be, I don't know, at the airport waiting for your flight. Talk to the person you usually would not talk to. I even go so far as to talk to the, per- the craziest person standing in line. The one usually, you know, no one would usually ever talk to. I talk to that person. And it's just a daily practice that enables you to become a master communicator. And you can train that. Believe it or not, I was born shy. And, you know, again, if I can do it, if I can become a master communicator, anyone can. And it's really about practicing that on a daily basis. So coming back to building the network, reaching out. That means you start out with the first person that comes to your mind, the first person you want to get on board for your vision. You talk to that person. If it works out, great. That person will refer you to others and will respond with commitments and introduce you to other people who can take you towards your goal. If the person responds negatively, it doesn't matter. Next. Next. It's, it's a numbers game. But yeah. it really starts with the people you know. And most people, when they come to me and they ask me that question, they think it starts with the people you don't know. The people you cannot get to. And they come to me with lists like, you know, I really want to reach out to these five famous people and this and that, but I have no idea how to get to them. And I always tell them, do it the way I did it. Start with where you are today and make a list of people you can reach out to today. And you will be amazed at the results because it's all about generating momentum. You start with the smallest step. And this will generate so much momentum that after a short period of time, and then maybe after one or two years, you will suddenly have a global network that will be astounding if you follow these basic principles. That's fantastic. So let's fast forward to now because you have built an amazing global network of people. Uh, if, if you have a chance to read this book, please do it. Nothing is impossible. Get it on Barnes & Noble. Get it on Amazon uh, and read it and apply it. It's really fantastic. And in the book, you talk about meeting the Dalai Lama, Richard Branson, Deepak Chopra, Will I Am, who's a, a musician, hip-hop artist. Let's talk about some of these people. How did you meet the Dalai Lama and what did you learn? Um, Dalai Lama was a very surreal um, meeting. It was a private audience I received. And uh, actually, as a result of that, later I was also nominated to become, invited to become um, a member of the Committee of the 100 for Tibet. Uh, for life, which I um, actually encourage each and every one of our readers to check it out, c100tibet.org. And um, the meeting with the Dalai Lama was surreal in that uh, it was in Memphis. It was in a hotel, uh, the private audience. And uh, he was so humble and so down to earth, but everything surrounding him was out of this world. There was bomb squad in the whole building because they were afraid somebody was going to literally blow him up. Um, they were uh, uh, 15, secure, one five, 15 security guards uh, mm. and bodyguards before I actually could get to him. It was uh, mind-blowing. And the co- what struck me most was the contrast between this so down-to-earth a humble human being and the whole circus around that. Later on, we were driving through Memphis in the motorcade. All the streets were blocked off. It was really insane. And then you meet, um, you meet the Dalai Lama and he takes you by the hand. He leads you to the couch. 
He sits down with you, you know, takes off his shoes, you chat, you know, as if you're sitting down for a tea with an old friend. Mm-hmm. And but then there is all this crazy circus around him. And that was uh, that was the first thing that struck me. And then when I met him, um, what really amazed me about his personality was a character trait I found to be present in a lot of the world leaders, especially people like the Desmond Tutu and some others in that field. Um, not only very humble, but having a great sense of humor. The mm. sense of humor was something that really struck me because these people have been through so much. Dalai Lama has been in exile for over 50 years. Desmond Tutu has seen the end of apartheid and did the marches and everything, uh, all the atrocities in South Africa. Um, so much hardship uh, these individuals have been through, but what they have preserved and what I think helped them get through these hardship and challenges, um, really their great sense of humor. So that's something yeah. that, that struck me immediately. And when I attended my first private service with the um, Archbishop Desmond Tutu in the Anglican Church in Cape Town, the same thing, the sense of humor. He you know, oh, jokes all the time and everything. It's just... And I think that's something we can all learn from these individuals to keep a lightness of being about our challenges, a really a lightness of being about life and to take things a little easier and, and try to not dig mental pits, but really always try to look at, at the upsides and also try to look at the, the hidden um, benefits in any major obstacle. Okay, great. And uh, just in the, in the next minute or two, tell us a little bit about Richard Branson, how that meeting came about and what you learned from sure, him. Sure, sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Richard is, uh, what, what I find inspiring about Richard is that um, he's an idol for so many people. I mean, it's really amazing. Um, it, it, the people I've met from all different walks of life, I, I don't think I've met a single person who did not like Richard. <laughs> it's, I mean, yeah. it's amazing. It's really amazing. Um, and I think what he inspires in all of us is a sense of a renegade attitude. Do not be confined by what the world thinks about you or what the world thinks is impossible. Richard is an individual who's truly adopted the mindset of nothing is impossible. And he has said on various occasions, he actually um, sets enormous challenges for himself. And then his whole life is about working out how to overcome these challenges. And, and, and the goals he sets for himself. And you see that not only in, in, in his businesses and his global adventures, but also, you know, when he's trying to set new world records and everything. It's just his whole life is about pushing not only his own boundaries, but the world's boundaries and what the world thinks is possible. And that's something we can all learn from him. Something else that is truly inspiring about Richard is that, and I don't know if you know this, Richard is uh, dyslexic and has ADHD, and I, I do define ADHD differently from most people. I actually think it's a gift. Uh, it's not an impediment. And what Richard did is he set out, he said, I'm going to accomplish my vision regardless of what everybody else might think is possible. And I'm going to look at what some people may define as impediments. I'm going to look at them as major assets. I'm going to redefine them for myself. And Richard has done that early on in his life, and he's always focused on his visions and not his obstacles. And that's something that we can all learn from that. But let's face it, Brian, 
that's not really what we're taught. We're taught to look at our weaknesses, where we come right. up short, our mistakes and everything. We're not taught to list our successes, accomplishments, mm-hmm. our strengths, our talents. Yeah. But that's exactly what we can learn from these leaders. And that's exactly what we have to do each and every day. Great. And real quickly, how can we find your book once again and connect with you? Yes. Uh, book is called Nothing is Impossible. It's available through all the uh, traditional and online bookstores from Barnes & Noble to Amazon.com and all the others. We do have an audiobook out as well to all the listeners out there. I'm personally a listener. I like to listen to my books. So uh, I actually recorded the whole audiobook. It's, I think it's a full five to six hours and uh, had a lot of fun with it. So uh, we even have an iPhone app out. So uh, the book Nothing is Impossible available through all the, the traditional and online bookstores. And you can find me at tom-oliver.com tom-oliver.com and we created a special email address for all you out there and all our listeners which is nothing is impossible at tom-oliver.com we would love to hear from you great and real quickly who inspires and motivates you tom who inspires and motivates me um people like the dalai lama who we just talked about but really the heroes also the heroes you don't really hear about the people who push their boundaries in all, all walks of life, the people who are not confined by dogma, the people who challenge um, traditional thought, the people who go up against what the world thinks is possible and redefine the word nothing is impossible. Because honestly, if you look at the word impossible, it already spells out, I am possible. And mm-hmm. I encourage each and every one of our readers to go for your biggest dreams. Uh, go for it all. Go for the most fulfilled reality you can accomplish. All right. This has been Success Profiles Radio. Thank you to Tom Oliver for being my very special guest. You can reconnect with us every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern right here on Success Profiles Radio. Have yourself a great one. Goodbye, everyone. For being a part of Success Profile Radio with your host Brian K. Wright here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Each week, 